Hello and welcome back to another segment with Blue Indigo Talks and today we're going to be talking about part two to mental health and the mental health segment. Uh, The first topics we did were so many different factors to mental health and how we could cope during lockdown and on a regular basis. Today we're going to be talking about contributing factors and many other things to come with mental health. We have our guest to be announced on our live stream today releasing at 7 p.m. Stay tuned and listen for more. We also have more guests approaching throughout the next parts of our segments. Thank you so much for listening and enjoy. Hi guys and welcome back to another segment with Blue Indigo Talks and my co-host to be announced. Hi everyone, welcome back. I hope you enjoyed our last podcast and you were able to take something from it. This week we're going to be discussing other factors that contribute towards the well-being of our mental health. So the state of our mental health can be impacted by a variety of things. And just to take off from where we left last week, I wanted to share with you one of the contributing factors that I find really striking, and that's the impact domestic violence has on an individual's mental health. So domestic violence is when someone feels powerless, afraid, or threatened due to the actions of someone close to them. And it can consist of things um, such as, sorry, And it can consist of many things such as physical harm, verbal harm, and emotional harm. And a lot of people tend to think that domestic violence is limited to physical abuse, but that's not always the case. Um, Non-physical forms of abuse are just as harmful and damaging as uh, physical abuse. Okay, um, well, I definitely agree with what you've said. Um, And I think it's a very important factor of understanding domestic violence or domestic abuse, um, especially because um, it is a huge thing, like uh, when it comes to the physicality of things, but also the damage it does um, mentally to you. It is something quite unstable. Um, and you do start feeling uh, like you're deteriorating almost, like um, part of you is missing. And, um, you know, the com- I think the comprehension of, of just normal things that you used to do or how you used to be would be very difficult. Yeah, as horrible as physical abuse is, I feel like verbal and emotional abuse impacts an individual severely. And I say this because there's different aspects of emotional and verbal abuse. And unlike physical abuse, it's not always easy to spot these signs, especially with emotional abuse. And that's because an individual is usually gaslighted and manipulated into thinking that they are being treated a certain way because they deserve to be treated that way. And for those that aren't aware of what the term gaslighting means, I got you. Um, According to Healthline, gaslight is a form of emotional abuse. It's the act of manipulating a person by forcing them to question their thoughts, memories, and the events that are taking place around them. 
So a victim of gaslighting can be pushed so far that they question their own sanity. So you can quite get an idea of how this can impact someone's mental health without them realizing. And so I think it's really important that we understand signs of gaslighting and manipulation in order to remove ourselves from situations where we are victims of just that. So, Lou, if you can give us an insight into how we can spot gaslighting and manipulation, that would be awesome. Um, so just to hit on that topic, um, an example of that would be um, somebody, for instance, having a conversation with you. Uh, say, for instance, you did go out shopping, you did purchase an item, but you got home and you were told that you didn't and you're holding this item in your hand uh, and you can see it and you know it's right. But this person would make you feel like A, you're telling a lie, B, there's something wrong with you. And if you try to show them justification for the truth, they will try to, as you just highlighted, gaslight you into thinking that this isn't the truth and you're the liar. Um, they will victimize themselves. Um, often you will find this uh, like through kind of a, a lot of things um, and uh, sense somebody being a bit more anxious and less confident than they used to be, uh, no longer feeling like the person they used to be um, or like sensitive so people usually get told that they're oversensitive or like if you're having an argument with someone or trying to prove a point and they don't like it uh, or they disagree they'll come back and say oh no you're too sensitive you're overbearing you're this you're that um it's also like really really sad because um some people tend to forget that they don't need to do this um or feel this way because they're kind of like believing what is being said to them so often when you find a person who is um censored into feeling like they are like not good enough or um being gaslit uh, they'll be apologizing all the time and saying sorry so like you could just be talking to them about something and they'll say oh sorry um if you're having a normal conversation for instance about discussing um the terminology of something oh sorry like it the story is always at the tip of their tongue, if that makes sense. Um, I think um, another huge issue I think that young women I've seen quite a lot these days go through is making excuses for their partner's behavior. Um, I mean, when I say making excuses, this is beyond, it goes beyond just an excuse over a white lie or an outing, it's more so excusing their behavior in terms of physical abuse and mental abuse. Yeah, definitely. And I just wanted to point out that gaslighting, doesn't it's not only subjected to um, partners and relationships, you can be gaslighted by your friends, people you work with, so anyone can be a victim of gaslighting. And um, I just wanted to point out that um, well, I just wanted to link this back to last week and point out that domestic violence has seen an increase of more than 800% compared to pre-lockdown statistics. So again, I think it's very important that we check up on those around us and to be informative and guiding when it comes to giving advice on how to handle domestic violence. Um, I know that things aren't always 
black and white. And domestic violence isn't a matter of simply just reporting someone, because in most cases, victims, like you said, tend to abstain from reporting their abuser, whether it's out of love or fear. It's not a simple decision to them. And that's why sometimes we need to take it upon ourselves and step in and be there for the person by encouraging them and guiding them through throughout the, uh, the process. Um, and I hope that if anyone out there uh, who's listening to us right now and suffers from domestic abuse, whether it's male or female, I hope that they find the courage to overcome this. And I wanted to stress that domestic violence is also not subjected to females or children only. Men can also be victims of domestic abuse. And I think it's really important that people take this seriously because in most cases you find that men actually restrain themselves from reporting domestic violence because they are afraid of um, the reactions that they will receive. Um, and I find this extremely disturbing because it just shows how toxic society is. Um, because no one should feel ashamed or embarrassed about something they have no control over. So I encourage people to recognize this and call it out when it's witnessed. Um, because there shouldn't be any double standards when it comes to things like this. Definitely. Um, I totally agree. And I think it is... Uh a form of toxicity within society that the male form cannot um, seem anything but strong. Um, again, it's linking to the topic we had before. Um, everybody has um, mental health um, and everybody deserves awareness. And I think, you know, the estimated uh, amount of people um, in London alone, and that's like 78 um kind of like thousand people who are male uh, are known to go through domestic violence and abuse and the majority goes unreported because of situations that they've been put in um i think um going on the topic of um kind of like touching base with um mental health in general and uh, linking it to domestic abuse I think uh, one of the main things that people really need to look out for is people who are very isolated. Um, those people um, are generally not always by themselves because they want to be. Some people uh, are quiet or generally are too scared to be around others, like people or situations because obviously their mental health has been destroyed and you know they're anxious all the time and those of us who suffer from PTSD or depression or anxiety in general um, know that these signs occur quite frequently but others who may not be educated um, have to know what to look out for and that would be um, generally um, fear of speaking out loud, um, being alone most of the time in public uh, situations um, avoiding making new friends, um, quite often, like giving information, avoiding giving information. So when you're talking to someone, they seem to miss out parts and it doesn't really make sense. Um, like a, an increasingly hard way to um, 
distinguish things between making decisions and um, people usually who have PTSD or these kind of things suffer from abuse um, usually are very indecisive because they're always worried all the time like they're always looking over their shoulder um, so yeah I think that's something really important to look out for yeah I definitely agree I think people can be really horrible and judgmental and ignorant sometimes but it's really important to understand that whatever we go through does not define us or who we are um, but how we choose to react to these situations is what defines us I mean people can have their opinions but their opinions are subjective so they can either let that impact you know them or you can not pay mind to it and prove them wrong and I always say that you know people need to always remember there's power in not caring about what or how people think you should live so don't give them the power to control you and I think also like you said you know people need to be more educated and more informed about these things and more informed about how to handle these situations and how to approach people that suffer from these things um, as someone who fled their country as a result of war I know exactly how it feels like to be insecure um, the sudden shift you're faced with really damages you emotionally and mentally um, and you can go like through this really horrible phase of feeling lost and like you don't belong in the place you're in and because of that you just want to give up um, and you know the thought of starting over can be really hard but like I said the situations and obstacles where like we face do not define us it's the way we react to them that does so you can either give up and give in to the situations and let them be uh, the way you choose to be defined or you can fight it and make the best out of it and let that be the way you choose to be defined ultimately you do have the power to control how things pan out and I think having a positive mind and positive outlook and being optimistic is really crucial definitely um, I think positivity is kind of like an influx of things where you need to again linking to our first segment surround yourself with those things and it can be very difficult and you know talking about fleeing from war um, there's been so many people who have gone through similar situations or people who generally um, have fled a certain, um, you know, violent escapade of, of things and um, they find it difficult to belong. So, you know, you could just be wanting to be around normal people, considered normal to you, which is like, you know, people who are a bit more outgoing or a bit more confident than yourself. Um, and, uh, you know, they would talk about normal topics, but in hindrance to you, you'd just be sitting there in the corner wondering, okay, well, I can't feel this way because, you know, I'm still feeling anxious because I feel like I don't belong in this situation. I feel like I'm still affected. It's kind of like a big kind of like stone boulder over your back, just constantly weighing on you. Um, and I can definitely say that um, from so many experiences, um, firsthand I can say I've seen a lot of people and struggle women uh, men children adults like um, you know over the age of 70 with uh, like 
domestic uh, abuse and violence it's it's something that's a very huge huge topic uh, amongst us but it's just not paid enough attention to um primarily because as you said there's shame in talking about it uh, you can't just go you know up to someone and say hey uh, okay i just got like beaten up or i just got beaten down mentally i just got told i wasn't good enough um i think something that i really want to talk about is um the kind of hacks we get at from people words by words you know uh, simply by telling someone they're useless um this can really affect them big time um that word will to a normal person uh, when i say normal i mean it in no you know disrespect um as in the average person who wouldn't go through any abuse who is just the person who goes on with their day that would be something funny maybe or something to someone that wouldn't really hit home but a person who goes through abuse on a regular basis to hear the words you're useless it will actually ring in their ear for the rest of their life and it will continue to go with them so if they go to a job interview they'll be thinking about that if they're sitting down you know trying something new they'll be thinking about that so i think it's really important to be careful with what things you say to people um especially over the internet i mean a lot of people think that it's um it's okay to spew hate and stuff behind the screen but what they don't really know is they're affecting someone behind the screen and um if you don't know about people's issues um a lot of people sadly have passed because of this um you know we had this uh I believe it was some kind of a game or something. It wasn't actually supposed to be a game, but it was made by somebody who was really like shall we say mentally disturbed, um where people would be behind the screen and um enforcing these rules and as soon as you log into this game or whatever, they deduct all of your information and uh they would tell you to do things to either harm yourself or just spew hate and and words um and uh, you know uh, people have committed suicide because of this and um again when i say behind the screen i mean you don't know what's going on so you could literally say one word to tip off somebody um and they could go about their day and you wouldn't hear from them again so it's really important to know what you're saying and be careful um with your words as well as your actions um and another thing that i'd like to hit base on is i think that i always say this um as a psychology student um you have to be really careful when you give advice if you're not professionally trained to give advice to a person who is going through mental health do not give it advise them to seek help where they can get help um and there's so many crisis lines or people with professional outcomes because you can affect them negatively and you wouldn't even know it. Yeah, I completely agree with that. I think that's also, you know, that plays a role in informing yourself and being educated, you know, topics and going out of your way to understand what are the places that you can direct people to when they do feel this type of way. And like touching up on what you just said about 
you know, online bullying, online harassment. I completely agree. I feel like people tend to be or act brave behind the screen because they know that you do not know who they are. So they become really brave with the thing. I think it's really important that us as humans, morally, to be aware that, you know, we shouldn't be doing these things. We should be kind to each other and uplift each other instead of bringing each other down. Because, you know, even the word useless, as little as it is, or, you know, people might think it's not as impactful, but it really does impact people. So we have to be careful and vigilant when it comes to the words and terminologies that we use towards people, regardless of whether you know that they've been victims of domestic abuse, verbal abuse, whatever it is, you just need to be kind because you don't know exactly what a person is going through. Definitely. Um, I think it's something really, really difficult to kind of adhere to and it's definitely worth something to talk about like you know if you have um a worry or you can't seem to stand up and and talk for yourself find someone who will and i know it takes time and i know it's not an easy subject but you can do it and you can get out of a situation where you don't feel mentally stable or comfortable or peaceful because at the end of the day what matters and what is really important is the peace within yourself and surrounding yourself with things that make you happy as a person make you comfortable and you know help you become your best self so if that's not doing that if that's bringing you down then you need to take a look at a different way to you know get rid of these toxic negative thoughts and people and situations and it's never going to be easy but you have to have courage and try your best to find a way out um yeah definitely and i think we should well as humans i think we should be able to identify the people that care for us i know at times we do feel that um there's no one out there that cares or no one cares about the problems that we're facing and so we just isolate ourselves and try to stay away from people because we believe that they don't care but there are people out there who do care about you, your family your friends so i think that you should it's okay to reach out and ask for help and i think i encourage people to do that um i also wanted to ask you is there any advice or places that you would direct people listening to this um so they can get help yeah definitely um so we have the domestic abuse helpline there's several um the best one that would be reached on a 24 hour basis would be um the national helpline um and you can reach them on several different numbers which i'll list below um so the first one we have is 0808-2000-247 and that's 0808-2000-247. I'm going to be linking it below and they also have a refuge for people who are escaping from domestic violence. If you call up and you are in a predicament where you feel like you are at risk, you can definitely be found to be given a place um, which would be like in a bed and breakfast hostel until they can be 
um, placing you somewhere which would be safe definitely um that's great lou um i just wanted to uh, finish this off by asking you to give them details of our twitter page and letting them know that if they ever needed help or advice um or you know someone to direct them towards something they could always send us a message through our twitter page and we'd be happy to help them definitely um we will be linking this below so you know it's it's at blue indigo talks and um at tba underscore 20 we will be putting all the links down below and you can definitely speak to us both um, both fully trained and aware um, and have certificates in speaking about stuff and qualified in speaking about um, you know health and nutrition and um, psychology and you know um, anything to do with that really um, you're not going to be left out in the cold um, we will be there for you and um, once our segments do get higher views we will be opening a support page where we can speak to people specifically one-on-one -on -one, um, and give each other some time um, to just hear about your predicaments and what we can do to help you um, and maybe we can touch base on more things uh, when we talk in our next segments. Yeah. I have nothing more to say I think you've said it all and <laughs> um, we'll be looking forward to speaking on more topics um, throughout the weeks to come ahead. So stay tuned and check out the information that we list below. Thank you so much, guys, for listening. Tune in for more. There will be more segments. And thank you to the announced for joining us today. Bye. Bye.